Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to a day of prayer this morning Bible study. My name is Promise, and we're so glad you could join us. But before we begin, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. Just thank you for being our God, Lord, and just showing us how to walk, Lord, and being our pattern and example, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for just giving us everything that we need, Lord, and just ministering to us, Lord, the way that we need it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Jesus, amen. Amen. Good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we get into the Word together, continuing our study in the book of Ephesians. Now, this morning we are in chapter 5. We'll be covering verses 15 through 21. So could I get a volunteer to read that section of Scripture, please? I will. All right, Layla. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Amen. So now we're going to do as our custom. We're going to open up the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and ask any questions you have. So who'd like to go first? I would. All right, honey, honey. Um, thank you. It, when transitioning to this part of the, the book of Ephesians so far, this is really a call to action. Um, in, in my perspective, we've, he's lined out, you know, the, what to do, what not to do, come to God as a little child. And now he's saying, get to work. It's time Amen. to put it into action because you're, you have been given enough information. And now this is not a foreign subject. You can't say, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So get to work and don't delay on getting to work. Um, and, you know, like there's a sense of urgency and not panic, not rush, but let's move on this. It's time to go. It's time to go um, forward in what God has already put there in front of us. At the beginning of the last podcast, I was listening to your prayer, LaCharles, and um, even Promises Prayers at the beginning of the episodes, he typically prays about knowing right from wrong. Mm -hmm. And as I was sitting there with the Lord, and he, he told me that that's the very basic things that children learn. You think about a little baby when they're growing and they start moving, they hear no a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's usually the first word that they say is no, when they're actually like actively talking, not babbling and, um, you know, just going, ma, 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 da, 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 making baby sounds that, you know, aren't with any real um, intentionality. But when they start to be intentional and talk, no is usually the word they use most often and one of the first words and they start telling everybody no, and then they'll go and smack their hand and look at them because the beginning parts of childhood are learning right from wrong. 
yes and no, yes and no. And we've been, as you look through the beginning parts of uh, chapter five in particular, but also in chapter four, there's a yes, do this. No, don't do that. Yes, do this. No, don't do that. And if there's no distinction between it, then there's no accountability. There's no real knowledge of what's the right behavior and what's not the right behavior. How do I identify those things? How do I tell between them? And the the beginning of chapter five is told us to imitate God as dear children. Well, that's the very simplest thing that we learn, the basic of what we learn in natural childhood, but also um, spiritual childhood is how do you do that? What is to, what's to be done and what's to be avoided? Yes and no, right from wrong. And so now at this point, you know, the Apostle Paulus, the Holy Spirit is ministering through him and saying, okay, now you know it. You've got clear identifying markers of mm-hmm. what you should not be doing and what you should avoid and what you should be going to. And it's just not no, 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 but it's no, that's a no. Here's the list, you know, like, so you can identify it. And then now here's the list of what's accurate, what's right. This is how you should carry yourself. And now here he's saying, now be wise. Your eyes are open. Make the right decision. And um, verse 16, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Amen. Let's get to work. Because if you think about it, you've spent how much time in your lifetime indulging the flesh? Or, or as an infant or child learning, as you were saying, right from wrong and, and the basic core things. I was saying, get up from there and let's let's go. There's there's work to be done. Absolutely. And I also mean in the natural sense, um, if if you did not come to Christ as a little, like literal, natural little child, if you didn't learn him until later mm-hmm. in life, so say you're 30, for example, like many of these people were, they were older, right? Mm-hmm. Because they had they were already living on the earth by the time the word of God came to them. And well, so they had... You can take Moses. Moses was 40. The first time he heard the call the, of God. Exactly. And but, then spent 40 years attending sheep and on the run and, and learning about the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then he was 80, doing the work and leading the children of Israel out of the wilderness. Right. For, so for the example of Moses, he had spent 80 years wasting time. You just call it what it is as, and sowing to the natural... But now that he learned wisdom, learned, you know, what God wanted, it was time for him to get to work. It wasn't time for him to take a, a six-week vacation and go off and, you know, have more children with mm-hmm. his wife and say, well, I'll come back later, God, and then we'll take care of this. It, no, it was time for him to get active and what God had already laid at his feet. It was time. He went from burning bush. Here's your brother. Take that staff. Get to work. Right. Take this trip back to Egypt and start doing what I asked you to do Mm -hmm. because you've delayed enough. And so what I'm saying about that is not a reflection on, oh, Lord, I sinned these 40 years or, oh, Lord, how long I've lived without you. Acknowledge that. But then don't spend the next. um, Well, spend the next 40 years or going around in circles. Time in your life um, wasting the time that God has given you. Come up to speed. Learn from him. You don't have to progress like it takes time to become a 16 year old in the natural, right? You can't speed it ahead. You can't delay it. You're going to be 16 one way or the other, but in the spiritual realm, you're not relegated to time because time is a natural factor. Mm -hmm. Being in the spirit, there is no time, right? So you can grow up quickly in the Lord and understand the things of God. So put your, put your power to applying the word 
get get active in that. And then, um, is it James that tells us to ask for wisdom? Yes. Yes. Amen. To God who gives to all liberally, liberally and without reproach. So if you don't know something, if you don't understand everything, good morning, welcome. <laughs> That's the normal life. You're ask not going to extend it. everything, but ask for wisdom so that you can be about your father's business. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the time, the days are evil is what the, the word says here. And there's always an opportunity. More people are coming into the earth every day, but also more people are leaving. Right. And they need to hear the word of God through you. They need you to finish the call that God has for them so they can have their opportunity to receive Jesus Christ. And and not just how you not in just what you say, Mm -hmm. as in speaking or preaching or teaching, but also in how you live as an example. Exactly. And don't give a devil, give the devil another moment of your time. You gave him enough. Even if you're a five-year-old and get like on fire for Jesus saved and Amen. you live for him solid the rest of your life, five years, that's two, you gave a devil, the devil enough of your time, right? Yes. Don't give him yes. another second of it. Get to work and walk upright before the Lord so God can have the fullness of what he wants to have done in the earth achieved. Yes. As you were speaking, mommy, the Lord was reminding me of here that we see that, um, He's saying walk wisely, and the Lord was just reminding me of most times how what we think is wise is actually quite foolish to what the Lord wants us to do. Amen. We saw that with the example of Moses, he thought deliverance meant murder, <laughs> and that's yeah, how he, he thought did. it was going to be achieved and how the Lord had to, um, I would have to say, extract him from the situation so that way he didn't forfeit the plan for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And when we apply that same the same truth to our own lives is that walking wisely is not how we want it to look or we even think it should look because that's not wisdom at all. But that's something that the that the world will try to pawn off and say it is wise if you do these things because they don't understand. And how also um, we read inside verse 16, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Um, and as mommy was saying that, it was redeeming the time is how we walk wisely, meaning that we're not allowing ourselves to be swept away for one second or being entrapped and snared with the same things for another minute. We see that with Jesus, he didn't try to, um, he never sinned, but we see that he wasn't trying to delay in what he was supposed to be doing. He wasn't trying to lag behind and say, Lord, I want to be 35 before I begin. Or 30, right? Even as a child, what did he say? I must be about my father's business. Exactly. He was in his house or his father's house about his father's business, even as a child. Yes. So for us, again, he's our pattern example. So it only further proves out what we're discussing here. How, yes, we need to redeem that time. Most of us weren't already at church or in a church building, in a congregation, at a Bible study or home group or whatever it is, sitting with others, teaching them the word. Mm -hmm. Kudos to you if you were, you know, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Right? And and most of us were not. So, but we have today. We can start today. Amen. And, and get to the work that the Amen. Lord has, right? Let him, Amen. if we're willing and obedient, we'll eat the good, the fruit, the good of the land, right? The fat of the land, depending on your translation. 
But he, if we're willing, he will also do a quick work in us. Amen. If we pursue him with everything. How many Amen. times do you see people in the natural that you start off, I don't care what a sport or whatever the case is, right? And they start off with this thing and then you see them go to a camp. Well, there's a couple of weeks or a month, right? To mm-hmm. learn more about that sport and their position. And then they come back or return when it, from whatever period of time that is. And you see the immense growth and development in their their life, their skills, their, right? All these different things in such a short period of time. Well, that's because they completely immersed themselves in that pursuit. Hmm. So how much more should we apply that same, if you will, mindset or logic mm-hmm. into the Lord and the things of the Lord? Mm-hmm. And if we did do that, if everybody did that, if all his children did that, how much further do you think we would be how much deeper and more personal and intimate would our relationship with the lord be and would others be able to glean from amen Amen. so please continue sir yes and how we see that walking circumspectly and wisely inside of our lives does not necessarily mean that we're as they said we're doing what we want to do um, or even what we think we should be doing, but it's also walking in the light. We would say it's foolish if somebody tries to walk somewhere in the complete dark where they can't see. Because we see Jesus said that if you can't see where you're going, you're going to run into something, essentially. Especially if it's a place that's unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. It's like I can navigate my house, for the most part, in the dark, because I'm familiar with it. I don't know, there's a door hinge coming, you know, there's a door <laughs> jam coming. Put your arms out. But if it's, especially if it's somewhere unfamiliar outside of a confined space, it's highly not recommended. Yes, and how when we're walking in light, that means we're walking in the wisdom and the light that the Lord's shining for us. Um, we also see Jesus talks about that inside of the Gospels, that he is the light of the world. And while you have the light, walk, essentially. Move mm-hmm. forward mm-hmm. and do what you're supposed to be doing. But also, when we look at this and we understand that with walking circumspectly, also comes the role that we have to listen Um on a guide, like in a safari, you don't just walk wherever you want because there's snakes, especially in Africa. You don't do that. You have to listen and be guided where to step and stuff because they can see things that you can't. The Holy Spirit and the Lord play the same role in our lives. He should be telling us where we're walking, meaning that we shouldn't be going and stepping in the lines, then dangling our arms in, trying to see if we can have something bite them. But we should be walking as the Lord tells us to walk so that way we can avoid all injury and all snares set for, from the, um, that the devil sets for us. Mm-hmm. I think that's verse 15. See then that you walk circumspectly, not mm-hmm. as fools, but as wise. So dangling your, dangling your arm in the lion's den or the snake pit going, oh, I wonder if anything's in there. It's not. <laughs> that would be unwise. That would be foolish. <laughs> that qualifies as the foolish part. So God is saying, be wise. And then also, as if you understood who God is, you would also understand not to tempt the Lord your God. Daniel wasn't going, let me find a lion's den and, and close myself in there to see if God will save me. That's not how that happened. It's a, that's not the same thing. Like if you happen to fall into one, yes, he's going to protect you or somebody rose up against you to... Um, like with Daniel and, and, right, and, and to, trapped him. Right, to ensnare you in something. Yes, God will deliver you. But that's mm-hmm. a far cry different from Daniel going, I want to see how much God loves me. 
oh, throw yourself off the pinnacle of this building. The angels are going to get exactly. That's why Jesus responded the way he did, because that would be a misapplication of the word of God to be foolish and then go, God, rescue me out of this intentional, wide open eyeball foolishness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Promise you have something to share, sir. Yes, we have been talking especially about wisdom, and we also have to realize that, as you had said, Charles, that wisdom isn't trying to outwit God and get out of sin, but more so wisdom is being with the Lord. We read throughout the Bible about, especially inside our Proverbs, where it talks about how that a prudent man perceives evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. We, in the last podcast we ended up we were reading about how we're supposed to be walking in light and the light is the lord mm-hmm. and if we're not walking inside of the lord then we can't be wise hence the simple past and are punished mm-hmm. and with us being simple it's someone could be smart but if they're not smart with the lord that smartness isn't gonna do them anything we read inside the gospels how jesus said what will a man give in exchange for his soul that can be taken two ways. What will a man give up um, in the natural in order to be saved and or what will the man receive inside the natural and lose his soul? Mm-hmm. The same applies here. If we're not, wisdom is ultimately doing what the Lord tells you to do. Mm, that's it. And if we don't apply it, as if the Lord can give us, the Lord can give us all the wisdom that we need, but if we don't apply it, it's not going to do us any good. Amen. And that, that would be the most foolish person of all to know everything that's right to do and then go, yeah, not going to do that at all. What? That, that just, that just doesn't make any sense. Got Layla chuckling over here. Oh, well. Why is that Layla? I mean, I've done that many times in my life. He would say something like, mm, back to the essay, here's how you structure your paper. And I'll go, yeah, that sounds good, Dad, but I'm going to do it this way. And then I wanted to cry when I got the red paper back and you were telling me that I owed you money so I could pay for the pins that I killed. <laughs> but we do that and, and with the Lord we go, <laughs> uh, yes, Lord, give us wisdom. We get on our knees and give this really long and dramatic prayer. Lord, I want wisdom. I want to be like Solomon. Lord, give me the download. And he gives us the download, but we, we scroll through the apps and go, hmm, I don't like that one. I'm not going to use any of them. I'm going to make my own. And Lord, you just bless it. And then when it doesn't turn out the way we thought it would or we hoped it should, then we want to get mad and blame God and speak ill of him and call mm-hmm. him a liar when mm-hmm. he told the truth. You just took the lie and this is this is what you get. This is the outcome mm-hmm. of that. You quote mm-hmm. a paper without using the proper stuff, you will be labeled as a plagiarist. That's what you get. Mm-hmm. Yep, the application part. And that's a very true story that we want to do it our way. Our way, yes, our way. You know, we want to sing that song and <laughs> making our dreams come true. <laughs> do it my way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We We want to do that and we want God to bow down to it and... We want him to serve us and say that our way is right. And our way only leads to destruction. Go ahead, Layla. But that's something interesting. As you were mentioning, Mommy, what the Lord was showing me, we want, we don't want to change, but we expect 
God to stop being who he is, which is just Mm -hmm. and truthful and honest and righteous. And we also want the devil to stop being who he is, which is a liar, a scandal, a scam artist, uh, the the bad guy, the villain. We think, okay, we'll do our way and the devil won't do what he does and God won't do what he does. It's just going to be how I want it to be. And that's not how it works. Which is a deception of the adversary. And... God is never going to not be God. He's never going to deny himself. And he's not going to play in any deception. He's not going to partake in it. He's And the, the, the trouble is, is that people will disregard God, but give praise and accolades to the devil and believe the devil's word instead of believing God's word. And they are quick to blame God. And that, I, I'm talking about human flesh. Quick to blame God quick to praise the adversary or refuse to acknowledge that they have opened the door to the adversary and then want God to stop being righteous, just, and holy, or they want him to, they, he, they want the supernatural laws that are already in place to not apply to them when they are being broken and violated, and it's just not right. There's no truth in that. God said what he said, and he says, here's life. Choose it. Choose it. Choose it so you'll live because living is good. You'll like living. Your children will enjoy living and they'll be glad that you're alive and they'll be glad that they're alive with you too and that their lives will be blessed. He meant what he said. Amen. And it's not something that we could just go through the motions on. You can't. Right? Back to your <laughs> your wonderful papers, right? That we're getting corrected, right? And yes, no, we never made you pay for any of these pens. I'm just saying, right? But there was the joke because my pen should last more than one use for one paper, right? Uh, through grading one, yes. one essay. <laughs> so, so yes, it became it became something of a joke. But you noticed even when you were like, okay, well, I'll, I'll do a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. What was the grade? Still not great. Better than that one. <laughs> but not by much. <laughs> better, than zero, it was better than zero? Well, man, a one's better than zero, but still yeah, failing, right? Exactly. So, so it was only when you fully applied, mm-hmm. back to what Promise said, the application part, mm-hmm. it was only when it was, when the instruction was fully applied, mm-hmm. which is wisdom. And what did you get out of it once you yielded and said, okay, the rules aren't going to change for me. Let me honor God in everything that I'm doing. What was the outcome for you, dear? Well, the specifically for the essays, I was able to write better papers i could correct papers for those that were seemingly uh, above me if you will like they were older than i was and provide Mm -hmm. constructive feedback so that it was Mm -hmm. where it should have been and then i was able to use it in other areas like the the rib scenario make dinner so that you could do your work like you needed to dad could do what he needed to and we didn't have to eat sandwiches every night for (laughs) dinner if you didn't want to go out and get mcdonald's or something (laughs) or cook and now i've grown and more areas than that as well and with the lord i'm able to learn more from him and he can teach me the deeper things because i was able to submit in something as simple as following the rules of writing an essay which includes not plagiarizing amen and you've been able to harvest that in Mm -hmm. your high school education graduating with high accolades and in your beginning college right? There you yes, saw right. fruits and benefits pay off there. You are, you've been able to be featured in the newsletter, all these things in ways that God promoted you when you open your heart to hear and obey what he's telling you. 
If you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. That means harvest. Eating the good of the land is not you just biting apples as you walk by. You just get one bite and keep on walking. No, it's bringing in a harvest. Or or scattering some seeds one time and then just leaving them for months. Or or just sitting down for one good dinner and that's the rest. That that's all there is to it. No, that's harvesting and that's continual, repetitive being able to be eaten, being not be eaten, (laughs) being able to eat, and also with that harvest comes seed for the next planting. So if you are willing and obedient, you will not only be blessed, you'll be abundantly blessed, overflowed in the blessing that comes to you because you're not providing any downfalls to yourself. Yes, mommy. Okay. Amen. Positioning yourself for good with the Lord. Amen. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Lord, we just thank you for the wisdom that you provide us, Lord. The wisdom to understand that you are God, Lord, and that you have all the answers, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for the wisdom that you give us in our lives, Lord, so we can walk in what you have for us, Lord, and we know how to go about each and every situation, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you give us this wisdom, Lord, for free, Lord. You don't extract something from us, Lord, but that you give it because you love us, Lord. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name we pray, amen. And amen. We love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.